Bender. Bender. Bender, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, we're living in weirder times, believe it or not, than Futurama. So this podcast is 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 to be an outlet for us to we're not gonna be political unless we're gonna be effective so we got it's it's actually right now we i think we can build ourselves up and talk to each other so that we know we're not going crazy so we probably need to just have a space where we can we can you know uh just talk with each other and share with each other we're not gonna be no fringe group or anything we just want to talk and share and build that and you know so i think what you have been doing with neo samurai is awesome and i just want to see if you you know what are your thoughts and you know what you would all you see things progressing Hmm. you know Uh, i need another coffee or two before i'll be ready to answer that question (laughs) well you see that's another thing we're dealing with honesty and yeah. that's good you know you need a monday coffee <laughs> I, oh, it's like i've had two you it's not doing anything listen I, i'm i'm on I, I i am for coffee now you know i was a natural oh get your brain sharp naturally and then i grew up and then i'm like nope are you, are you drinking coffee. more coffee now um sometimes yes I'm like this morning I drank a coffee because what happened also I would drink tea and then I'll drink coffee and then all I'm doing is doubling my sugar intake because I sweeten it and sugar is bad for you and a lot of folks they, they tell you we grew up thinking that fat was bad for us and that coconut oil was bad for us and then they 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 they, 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 they inundated our diet with sugar and sugar is worse a lot of the, the things that's happening today is because of sugar in our diet. So when I drink tea, then I drink coffee, that's a double take of sugar for no reason. So I just go straight to the coffee. Hey, so on sugar, my buddy told me something interesting on the weekend. If you have enough vitamin D in you, you can you can metabolize sugar a lot better and it won't negatively affect you as much. The, the, the miracle vitamin D. Okay, well, yeah. that's that's me popping that extra vitamin D today. Now D and D three. I can't. I should research and know the difference. But do you know the difference between D and D three? Why they are actually pushing D three for this uh, Corona as mm. opposed to D? Mm. Or it's probably it's probably more bioavailable. I used to know, but I'd have to to <laughs> dig into it. To remember, right? I'm pretty sure it's more bioavailable because that's the problem with a lot of supplemental vitamins, whether it's vitamin D, C, whatever. A mm-hmm. lot of them that you take, especially the cheaper ones, aren't bioavailable. So you're taking them, but then you just excrete them. Oh, so they're not okay. No, that's the thing the absorption in the body that's what we're talking about there, right? It's not the yeah. body is not absorbing it. Okay, right. Apparently, magnesium helps that magnesium is it magnesium yeah Does it? Yeah. that's what i that's what i heard and that's what i've been i've added to my intake magnesium magnesium is really good for quality of sleep and and it makes you more, more um like less prone to anxiety and magnesium is a really important one oh crap then i'm i'm buying two bottles of magnesium next time <laughs> and- and most of the soil especially in commercial farming all the soils depleted 
and there's not enough magnesium in the soil. So even if you're eating, you know, healthy and you're eating food that's not organic, a lot of the times you, you just won't get enough magnesium in your diet unless you supplement it. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. I'm making an, a mental note of that. I'll be upping my magnesium um, or paying attention to my magnesium intake. Um, zinc, they say, is also good for you. Um, zinc, zinc, and you know what? Another really good one is is uh, turmeric is good. The, the curcumin yeah. is is got an antiviral uh, property, so everyone should be taking either curcumin or, or turmeric right now. Cur curcumin, okay. Yeah. yeah, you see, that's something we want to focus on these podcasts. You know, uh, that kind of knowledge is awesome and um help us to live a more holistic life and and um, support our natural immunity which is a thought i had this morning the um and by using terms that are not real you know the vaccine and the unvax on is a on word on is a negative word and once you put a negative word towards people and a negative connotation there is a plan behind that so i was thinking it's the not the vaccinated and the unvaccinated it's really the experimental and the uh the the, the natural immunity right 100 and it's and see that's the part most people are missing is this isn't a, a vaccine that's been approved it hasn't been through proper clinical testing it's an emergency use approval and because of that the manufacturers have absolutely no liability uh for the vaccines yeah yeah no the liability part is a legal part but the moral part they have also just totally just said hey you know we're gonna be tyrants i mean the thing the same premise that hitler allegedly um worked off and all those tyrants throughout history the same tyranny or tyranny that um the naturally immune folks who are supporting their natural immunity which we have done through the, the for eons um and and has been um uh, purported to us for eons promoted to us for eons now it's like oh natural immunity is a bad and we calling it un unvaxxed so negative connotation and those who are vaccinated in quotes which is the artificial experimental drug that they're using um you know is good and it's like are we living in a twilight zone i mean a twilight zone episode covering what we've been going through would be unreal they usually say fiction i go fiction truth is, is stranger than, than fiction truth is stranger than fiction because fiction has to have some relation to truth so for something to be fictional you gotta say well the truth is this and that is so far off from the truth so it has so 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 right but truth where we live in now is stranger because it has nothing to compare to you know it's like you can't even call it fiction because it's the truth but it's weird it's strange you know it as is. a friend as someone has yeah it's weird man it's a weird it's time weird. that we're living it, in what what i find the strangest is the way people are are so 
like aggressive on the topic. Like I, I've I've got people on my social media posting stuff about that uh, you know unvaccinated people deserve to die. People that are protesting the vaccine deserve to die. Like I, I don't know. You're, you're talking about another human being and saying they should die because they don't they're not in favor of an experimental drug. Exactly. Is it's almost as if once you take, and that's one of the reasons why I'm a little bit. Another reason, aside from the fact that I'm not for needles, and I've always been <laughs> um, adverse to needles. Um, that's another thing. It's almost like once you take that experimental drug, it goes into your brain and it wipes out that part of your brain that 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 controls empathy right because yeah. there's no empathy it's almost like what and so you can't even talk to them it's like talking to a zombie well really, the, the, right? the other thing funny you mentioned zombie we'll come back to that one in a second but the the other thing is what a lot of people don't realize is these these really aren't traditional vaccines they're not they're not like a flu vaccine or other vaccines that that we've used in the past they're these actually alter your dna right right Right. So it's like becoming what scientists have always tried to do is doing their God experiments on, on humans. I, and, and I people don't know. Under, understand that. A lot of scientists, now I'm not going to put down the brainiacs in class, but a lot of these cats are cats who lived on the fringe of society. So their empathy was, was screwed up naturally because the pretty girl didn't like them for prom night or stood them up on prom night or the jocks laughed at their ass and now they are in the driver's seat for humanity and you're expecting these guys who are very very methodical to have empathy and you're saying you take care you lead us we believe we will believe you wholesomely and we won't question anything that you say and in life a part of humanity was the fact that we could question things right and we had well, choices the, the the other thing that i think is important to look at is you know they say money is the root of all evil and if you look at what's happening with the pandemic whether it's you know vaccines uh personal protection equipment it's all it's money it's profit there's there's been nine new billionaires created due to the pandemic just on vaccines nine there you go there you go yeah there you go yeah i've seen where there's um information out there that is saying folks who were already rich are simply getting richer yep. folks who were breaking from middle class to upper class they're now stuck in the middle class or probably um trending lower folks who were were poor who were breaking to become uh middle class they're now stuck in being poor but the rich have become mega rich 100 percent. a perfect example of that is if you look at the nitro gloves that everybody needs right now during the pandemic when the pandemic first hit a lot of ultra high net worth people, what they did is they went to the manufacturers of the nitro gloves 
and they put down huge amounts of money so that they locked up all the production and all the manufacturers for all the nitro gloves on the planet and then the price for a box of 100 nitro gloves that was three dollars went from three dollars to i think about 15 to 16 dollars within about six months so it went up by what's that, three, 15 to 16 at least 500 percent yep and it's it's all profit they're just it's you know they're controlling the market they're inflating the price um i don't know i i just i it can it baffles me that more people don't see this well that's a thing <laughs> humans you know I'm, I'm getting these messages about where, where people are now waking up and especially the christian minded and it depends on what part of the christianity they practice because there's some from a christian standpoint who are totally in and there's a lot who are totally out or against it for 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 religious reasons and they're now waking up to it and they are now well they're not seeing necessarily what we have been seeing for for for, for months now but they're now feeling the squeeze and they're not you know and, and for me personally i'm that's my i am a little apathetic towards that or i'm a little indifferent towards it because i'm thinking we've been telling you guys and you were the ones who were most vocal against what we were trying to show you that was coming down the line right we listen they they we i don't okay put the tinfoil hat on me all you want but one plus one is two the people who have been doing this thing they have done it for different reasons before and we have seen it work they change phrasing they start phrase things a certain way they know how the human mind works they have people in a lab testing everything that they send out on the media of course right, so if, if you if you look yeah. at the, when you said that they know how the human mind works the, the cia and other government and agencies with mk ultra specifically did research where they discovered mm -hmm. that people became more easy to control and programmable when they're in a state of fear is what came out of the mk ultra research absolutely absolutely i mean you 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 and then there is what we we spoke about the, the the stockholm syndrome where once you put people in lockdown and you punish and you punish and you punish them after a while they are just like you don't necessarily need physical locks for them they're now mentally um imprisoned and they'll do anything you want them to do because they have been punished so much that their brain is like whatever and it's almost like they just give up and now a lot of people are saying they, the, the, those who are giving up the arms and you know I, as i said i'm not anti anti-experimental drug because i'm not mentally or intellectually equipped to hold that debate i but i'm morally equipped to hold that debate because you do not need to go to a university to understand your morals right. and for me people are giving up their arm because they're saying in their mind they think 
things will go back to normal. So the folks who are not giving up their arms are the folks who are preventing them from living a normal lifestyle. Yeah. But it will never be normal. We're, depending on where you are, it will never be normal again because the booster shot is needed. And in fact, in some countries, they have stopped giving the first dose and saying only folks who have already done the first dose will be vac- will be vaccinated because or the second dose they're saving the dosages for those who are already vaccinated because they're saying um they need a booster shot because yeah. this thing apparently it has a lifetime well it's it's not even that but um well if you if you look at the example of Israel Israel is the most vaccinated country so far and mm-hmm. The majority of their population is double vaccinated. And mm-hmm. even after double vaccination, they've actually seen a spike in the the cases of COVID that is, is the worst spike they've seen yet on the Delta variant. And there was a study done that showed natural immunity to COVID is, I think, six to eight times more effective against the virus than someone who's double vaccinated and they're already there i think they're at they're two booster shots now in israel is what they're saying exactly and they use terms like booster shots which really is not a booster shot it's just another shot of the same vaccine right again and again and again just like you do your flu shots right right but so like if you look at any other vaccine is there any other vaccine where you're taking it every three to six months there you go there right. you go, right? I mean, there's so much that we can talk about. We can even talk about the. You talk about Israel. Um, look at Canada now. Israel led in the population vaccination drive. Canada is now kind of seeming to lead with the digital ID, and I'm thinking to myself, how are you going to replace a photo ID with a non-photo ID? How is that more secure? You already had a system that no that that was proven and no one was complaining about with your driver's license on your L card. No, you're going to go. They, they want face. They want to use facial recognition technology. That's why. Exactly. So, how do you tie a digital barcode on your phone to the owner? How do you know that this guy who has this phone, it's his phone? I give you my phone and say go into that supermarket. There has that's to be. What, that's why it's going to be facial recognition too. Exactly, exactly. There has to be more to it, right? Yeah. Clearly, there has to be more to it than than just um, that code, right? And 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 so the, what the thing is, they're not disclosing the fullness of their intent, and yeah. just you know, just like they said, we're going to flatten the curve. They slowly spoon feed. It's, it's, you're giving someone medicine that they don't like. You're not going to tell them you got to drink the entire spoon or two spoons of it. You tell them just take a sip, right? It, yeah. You know, they well, take a sip. Yeah. If you, if you look at it this way, if you have to show some sort of paperwork or ID or whatever to allow you to go into a restaurant, to go into a, a public event, to go into the grocery store, that's no longer a free society. 
exactly exactly no but how does these digital ids will how will they work will it be a digital card or it, will it be something on your phone it seems like they're saying it will be something on your phone my question to that is listen i i am more likely and most folks will agree that you're more likely to lose your phone or damage your phone or your phone be um out of battery than you than for you to lose your driver's license or your health card you right. know i you know thank thankfully i've never lost a driver's license nor l card and i hope it remains that way but i've lost so many phones my phones have been damaged you know my phones yeah. have taken a dive in the water yeah you know so, so the fact is i don't necessarily think it stops with your phone this is where my tinfoil hat comes back on my head and say then it needs to be on the body then you need to be tagged like an animal with a digital yeah. code well so the, that you don't uh, bill gates already has developed a technology that's a some sort of a like a very small tattoo that goes on your skin and then they scan that and that gives them that information well you know the good side of that is i've all, always wanted a tattoo so as long as it's a nice tattoo not a skull then maybe i'll probably take a lion or you know or, or an eagle tattoo and then they'll probably they'll probably get me with a nice free tattoo anyhow um, they're giving away free stuff and that's the other part they're enticing people to take this experimental drug with money like you know i think in it's alberta where they're giving yep. folks like 100 bucks yeah <laughs> in the in the states they they had a lottery where they they someone won a million dollars they were giving up like people entered a lottery they gave away beer hamburgers mm-hmm. now on the other hand i'm watching the we feel sometimes like we're in this dead zone but then you watch youtube you see they have vma awards nobody with no one with a mask and i'm pretty sure all those folks ain't vaccinated in these crowded arenas enjoying themselves well, <laughs> right? see, if you look at the, the perfect example is obama's birthday party there you go right he had, a, he had a huge birthday party with hundreds of guests none of them wearing masks right and then the, the media selectively decides when there's an outbreak as a result of an event and when there's none um and then that 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 like i'll give you an example jamaica has been um somewhat on a different spectrum for many months i would see my friends in jamaica having parties and going to the beach and stuff and somehow someone called up the prime minister and said hey you got to do something to that and they went into these no movement days or lockdowns and it was during the lockdown that (laughs) the numbers spiked it's during the lockdown or the no movement is that people started dying just dropping dead um the fully vaxxed started dying and dropping dead and then when they realized that they can't keep telling people that okay you'll know when a fully vaxxed person died the news will say they died from covid related complications right yeah. that's when you know a fully vaxxed person died they because they would say they, they died from covid related complications but they will not say the person what their vaccination status was that's how you know the person was fully vaxxed well no not only that in the u.s mm-hmm. if someone's vaccinated and they die within the first 14 days of vaccination mm-hmm. they don't count that as a death due to vaccination 
okay okay so they've changed that so that may have explained why in the past couple of days at least four or five prominent folks in jamaica died for, and none of them the news made sure to make a point that this person died from cancer this person was battling a illness because suddenly because they realized now that um these fully vaccinated people were dying and they could no longer say vaccine um covid um related so they started going back to the old stuff now frankly my thoughts are let's say they died from what they died from which people were dying from underlying issues all along and they were all putting it to covid is it that over the past couple months people have refused regular treatments or to go to for their regular treatments for other sicknesses and we are not the chickens are now coming home to roost so to speak so people are now actually so ill from these other sicknesses which has been happening for a while now but they were all calling it covid um but now they are reverting or trying to strategically move to a different um talking point and they're saying oh these people died from cancer for so and so and i'm like four or five prominent people in a week plus the ones that we did you know and it's like more people have died in a week than that's a prominent than would die in a year i i know someone from toronto personally who personally had two friends that died from the vaccine absolutely absolutely i know i i know i know persons also who have shared with me that about people have died after having the vaccine they have yep. taken they have had strokes and it seems like the media just talk it, it comes on the news and then it's 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 bullied into a corner right because it doesn't support so I, i'm hoping that we don't get on beating up on the vaccine or the, the experimental drug because that's not the intent here it's really just for us to think on a on a more broader scale all right so let's see why people would want to take this experimental drug you want to take it because you want your life to return to normal right you want to because that's that's what the government is saying they're saying you are paying a price because those folks who want who are unvaxxed the naturally immunity folks are refusing to cooperate for us to move forward get right. out of this covid well ne- neither of us are scientists neither of us are medical professionals and the vaccines may very well be effective and they may work but i i feel strongly that it should be a personal choice whether or not you want to take it uh, exactly and if the numbers are saying that folks who are taking the thing are the are the ones who are dying then let's just deal with that reality yeah let's deal with it fairly let's deal with the numbers fairly you cannot ignore israel you cannot no. ignore israel no. you cannot ignore mm-hmm. the other thing is it's so strange that people's personal medical history is now considered to be something that they have to share with other people like really my personal medical history is, is my personal medical history yours is yours no no one should have to share their medical history for any reason with anyone else except for their doctor. Oh my, you remember back in the day, back in the day being like a year or so ago, 2 years ago, tops when it was 
politically it is these same, same people who are pushing for people to go give up their arms they were the ones who were like i have a right to my body i have a right to my personal privacy i um you know my body you know, my what happens to my body my choice yeah you know these are the people who were pushing you know i remember you know if you are working in a corporation they were the ones pushing the whole idea of privacy and equality and freedom and you know and they're not the ones who are uh, who have taken on these nazi uniform these third right kind of uniform and saying you're not vaccinated you should die and i'm like all right what happened there maybe be, maybe something in the vaccine so i can't even oh i should deal with them with some kind of sympathy as opposed to oh, as opposed to the vitriol that they're pushing out at me now having said that when you're in war no no this is on a dark side when you're in war you have to sometime there has to become a time in your life that you are, you realize that you're in a war you're in a battle and this person is not playing this person ain't boxing you in the face and hoping that it's a, like a soft box this person is trying to slap your head off this person is trying to decapitate your ass so you can't keep playing with the person after a while you got to take this thing seriously and say hey wait 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 this person is, is is serious yeah this person seriously wants you to no longer exist in the form that you're existing in and this person doesn't care about you they don't care about your family they don't care about you. so at that point you got to say at what point do you say shit we're in a war here you know it's so, true you know it's true i i think it's important you know we should always have empathy for everyone no matter what their opinions are no matter what their actions are we should try and understand you know they're they're human that's our brother that's our sister but <clears throat> it it's what really disappoints me and blows my mind is just the division and you know the the way people are communicating and you know talking you know other people deserve to die and i, I perfect example a, a mutual friend that we both have you know him he's had personal long time like lifetime friends from high school stop talking to him because he's not vaccinated yet yeah 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 i know people who are like that i, I so and that's sad right it's that's sad sad, sad. Right? like I, I don't i don't care if you're vaccinated i don't care if you're not vaccinated i don't care if, if you got an std i don't like whatever your deal is is your deal i'm going to treat you with respect well i i'll show you something similar to that my sister she works for the united nations she got the johnson and johnson vaccine in in florida and that's a one shot and frankly if the johnson and johnson was available in canada i might have had taken it already because again as i said i just don't like to be poked by needles so i didn't want to be doing two three four shots so i said okay johnson johnson one shot let me do it so but then it became unavailable in canada now she did a johnson johnson and she had to travel from the states back to where she stationed in nairobi kenya so she had to do this test and she called me up the thursday she's traveling the saturday she called me up the thursday and she's sniffling like crazy and she's like the minute that person put that swab in her nose right after that she just felt woozy she's been 
she's been having the sniffles her nose has been running and she's just felt sick ever since then now that's not the part of my story though that's just one part you know and she said it she said she took the vaccine because she needs to travel and she just didn't want to be restricted from traveling all right so that's one point she's back in nairobi now and she's doing okay my other sister still older than me but younger than the, the, the one that i spoke about she took the pfizer here in canada and she we are on a little family chat and she goes in and she says something to the effect that she doesn't trust the johnson and johnson she was totally unaware that my our eldest sister had took the johnson and johnson the, and and then my eldest sister chirps chirps in the family chat well i took the johnson and johnson no and then it went silent the point i'm making is that even the division goes even down to which right. vaccine you took it's like right. it's like you're not only satisfied you're not satisfied with a person just taking the vaccine you want to make sure that they take the same vaccine you took <laughs> you know it's like, here's here's my question though are the same experiment if you're vaccinated and it gives you protection from the virus why do you care if someone else is vaccinated exactly exactly it, it's isn't it supposed to be protecting you who is yeah. vaccinated from right. people who are not are from the virus right in if, fact if, I you, tell, if yeah. you feel other people need to be vaccinated that must mean you feel that the vaccine works so exactly if the, if the vaccine works why do you care if other people take it common sense critical thinking 101 and you see you nailed it there that's the problem there's, yeah. there's a lack of critical thinking yeah which is another part of the brain that i think the vaccine wipes out right and that is why as much as i'm saying i'm okay with taking this thing because i'm boxed, because i'm boxed in my concern is does it wipe out my ability to think critically does it wipe out my ability to to, to have empathy for others because right. if that if it's starting to mess with my emotions then i may have a problem with it now if it's something that's going to turn me into superhuman so that they can start injecting me with some kind of stuff to get rid and and and, and help me to live for 150 years then i'm okay with that but because it might be the the base the base product to start more experiments with us in the future and that's fine i'm okay with being a cyborg i have no problem as long as they give me some kind of flying power i don't want to be well, I'm, the, I'm the i'm the first guy in line to be a cyborg when it's available exactly as long as if, if, if the end game is that we're going to be cyborgs and we're going to get superpowers then oh, yeah. hey, sign hey, me up sign me up i mean i'm gonna check box flying as one of the superpowers i want flying and probably x-ray vision but definitely laser eyes i want to be able to shoot lasers out of my eyes because or even from my fingers like like move stuff with my hands like oh and the thing the, the, so basically I, you want to be superman superman but the black superman you know yes. the new right more like the black panther superman the super panther something like that yeah. Nice. <laughs> and cool right i used to have theme music when i'm flying like some good reggae playing in the background like you know. <laughs> but what, what, what would be the best reggae song to hear while you're flying uh uh i shot the sheriff no um <laughs> uh let me think that's a good one three little birds three little birds there you go three, yeah three little birds yeah so, yeah okay so you earlier 
you mentioned zombies and then you were you were talking about the vaccine mm-hmm. and whether you know does it affect your brain does it affect empathy um and that mm-hmm. kind of leads into something interesting that we were talking about offline over the weekend which is the clause that i found in amazon web services ser- terms of service clause 4210 which is a disclaimer relating to a zombie apocalypse i saw that i'm wondering if they were hacked and I, the, the, the biggest thing is i wondered whether it's a joke or not how is the media not clued into something like that that's what i'm saying i i think it's a joke <clears throat> because it's so far in the terms of service i think some guy was bored he him and his buddies thought it would be funny to put it in there and they just put it in as a joke. Yeah. But when it's it's Amazon, this is a a billion dollar one of the the most powerful corporations on the planet and in their terms of service they've got a, a disclaimer relating to zombie apocalypse. Yeah, and when you say Amazon, people might be thinking Amazon the the merchant. No, we're talking about Amazon web services, the cloud services that most of our um technological infrastructure resides on. Anyone that's in the cloud, I think they have a good 60 to 70% of the market with right. Microsoft as so it's Amazon web service with web services AWS <laughs> leading with I think it's Microsoft Azure in second place and i think google is somewhere there also google has its google cloud so it's a cloud service it's a cloud so platform so that, that's good insight so the top the top company offering a, a cloud-based platform for large corporations has a disclaimer in their terms of service relating to a zombie apocalypse so so let, and let's even expand on that the top company offering cloud infrastructure where most folks are on it i'll give you an example when the flatten the curve and the lockdowns first started the ontario government had put out a web page to say what would be locked down the first time the very first time doug ford went on on, on the television so we're going into a lockdown because we need to flatten the curve and they put out a web page <clears throat> what would be what services would be affected the very first and this was march 2020 somewhere around there and they did not hide what we call the endpoint so they did not hide the url properly because apparently they probably did it so you know they had to do it quickly right so their so it guy did not mask the url endpoint the url endpoint was aws com amazon aws so the even the government clearly our provincial government their infrastructure at least some of their infrastructure is on amazon the same aws the same provider whose disclaimer talks about a zombie apocalypse at 42 dot 10. so if i'll read the i'll highlight the the key part that i find hilarious This restriction will not apply in the event of the occurrence, and then in brackets, certified by United States Centers for Disease Control or successor body of a widespread viral infection transmitted via bites or contact with bodily fluids that causes human corpses to reanimate and seek to consume living human flesh, blood, 
brain or nerve tissue and is likely to result in the fall of organized civilization and that 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 my my good friend has just articulated is in amazon aws terms of services google it or amazon it whichever one you want to do and you will see that this is not being made up we and and, and we have screenshotted i had screenshotted i have a, a jpeg file with that um section um, yep. saved so if they should choose to delete it we have it saved although they can find some way to find the file using some algorithm and take it off our take it out our google um photo um album yep. If, if well, anybody wants to check it, it's aws.amazon.com forward slash service hyphen terms forward slash and it's clause 4210. 4210. So we spend a little bit of time on that. It might be something ridiculous. It might be nothing. It might be a nothing burger. But at the end of the day, what world are we living in when people are dying? When someone would even put that up as a joke? What world are we living in when people are dying, when someone will put that up and it miss their quality controls, you don't mess with people. People are burying their loved ones, and you don't. And people are scared. People are anxious. As right. you said, my my brother, you said um, the government has realized that you can control people better when they're in fear. And yep. you're talking about reanimated humans going after human flesh and blood in your terms of service and nobody sees that as in a, at the very least inappropriate nobody nobody let's talk about um lil nas x being pregnant you know or let's talk about a fight between two two kickboxers let's yeah. let's you know let's let's talk about that let's talk about conan conan mcgregor throwing a bottle at someone last night at an award mm -hmm. ceremony in new york yeah or talk about kanye west the danda or the danda the danda and kept lighting himself a fire hey, speaking kanye west did you see that new outfit he has where it's a spiked jacket no i've not been paying too much attention unless it's really pushed in my face to anything that's celebrity dumb for the most part you know yeah it's just too much and celebrities have also disappointed me during this whole thing because they have really just shown that they are just parasites on the population because when their voices were to be heard they were silent i agree and but you know you saying that you know who i i the two guys i really respect are joe rogan and the other guy is <clears throat> Russell Brand. Right, the, the British guy. The British guy, yeah. The British guy. Yeah. And they're, they're both, you know, they've got a, a big platform for their podcasts. And uh, they're they're putting out truthful information. They're they're taking a stand and, and saying what their opinion is when a lot of people are just silent. Right, right, right. No, I, in, in, in Jamaica, we got uh, Bujo Banton trying to take a stand and they, they silenced him pretty quickly. We got this guy call himself Ayoctin, but he's kind of not even, even me, he's losing because when they get too personal and they start talking crap as if, oh, we're for the poor people. No one is really for poor people. Everyone wants to make it. Everyone wants 
to be on the backs of someone else so don't be you know trying to tell me that you're doing this support people he goes down into the ghetto he goes down into the 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 slums of kingston in a full white suit it <laughs> looking like he's trying to come across as some kind of emperor and he's talking about oh look at how the people live and i'm like dude you're in a fully much white tight white suit tighty whitey <laughs> at the very least, don't be dressing like a damn town when you're talking about something that you want us to take seriously right so yeah but but i've seen where um joe rogan he didn't surprise me actually i mean joe rogan has always been a straight shooter to some extent and russell brand doesn't surprise me either because he's always been like an outlier and um so they didn't surprise me but think about all those rastafarian rebellious anti-system guys who have just gone silent you know yeah you know? No disrespect, but not not one Marley. I said squat diddly. I wonder what Bob would say. <laughs> what would Bob say? Right. That would be, that would be yeah. an interesting thing to know. Bob has a, exactly. Bob has a song that goes, you think you're in heaven when you're living in hell. You think you're in heaven when you're living in hell. And a lot of them think they're in heaven, but they don't even realize they're living right there with that with some serious demonic forces, man. When you yep. talk about re, when Amazon Web Services talk about reanimation of dead and heating human flesh, when you have Lil Nas X as a icon for young minds, you want to tell me that that's not hellish shit we're dealing with? Then, I, think, um, I think it was uh, Nas who had his own Nike shoes come out that had. Uh, some sort of demonic sigil on them and it was really exactly. dark exactly now people might say it's just entertainment oh yeah right um we yeah it's entertainment but it's still and it's still an influential strategy for young minds and it's a matter of 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 of, of what's the term i'm looking for i'm preparing the minds yeah for 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 that for to 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 um to accommodate that kind of darkness you know at the end of the day you are what you eat you are what you think you know it is what it is and we just need to what what's so difficult in preparing the mind with good positive messages clean messages clear messages absolutely we live in a spiritual world but where's the good why are we promoting evil why are we letting people be more acceptable to evil when you know so those are the things. i mean you 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 put on your amazon prime and you try to watch a good movie on a sunday it's all zombie shit. it's all chillers it's all what about those days when you could watch a movie with a nice scenery down in australia or a nice scenery movie where they at least spend some money on on a set a decent set where you can see jungles and stuff now it's all locked up in a house and a zombie zombies pushing through doors and people shooting heads off and that's entertainment and i'm like not for me <clears throat> yeah you know? so but 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 we kind of digress a little bit the fact is we want to kind of just bring this back to where we are um today is september 13 2021 we are over a year and change into this whole um attempt to flatten the curve 
we are into uh, what wave number three or four depending on where I you think, are i think no i think we're in two right now expecting three expecting three as we as we look towards our winter um and we hope to survive that now uh, if if anything and this, if my voice should ever go out there i'm just trying to say to folks yo we are better than this man yo 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 we are better than all of this division and fighting each other and we can be there's a i remember years ago when someone recommended me to be the manager for a large corporation back in jamaica and i was a kid i was in my 20s and i was telling him thank you so much for recommended me and thanks for this opportunity and thank and i was just so <clears throat> he turned to me and he goes listen man there's a lot in this world to go around there's a lot of this of good in this world to go around you know we don't need to be selfish yeah and you know what not to cut you off but mm-hmm. you right. hit on something really important there and it's and i think that's what part of the problem is that we're facing is a lot of people view the world as a it's a finite pie so they think if i get a piece of the pie that means you're gonna get less of the pie for yourself but in reality it's not finite it's unlimited exactly exactly and and we don't need uh, you know what this 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 uh pandemic has shown me also is that we don't need as much as we thought we need to live good lives no we can live decent quality lives with much less than we thought we needed so we yeah. can share this earth we can we are all tenants and we don't need to be at each other's throats yeah i agree no. and I, i think really like right now a lot of people are in fear a lot of people are confused they don't know what to do really the only thing you have control over is yourself so all you can do is you know work every day to be the best version of yourself absolutely absolutely no e but that's the thing even that is being taken away from folks the control of themselves and that's where the anxiety comes in because you are losing remember again you are watching and you're observing your friends and families lose empathy lose the ability to think critically particularly after taking that experimental drug they call a vaccine and you're saying to yourself will i lose my ability to think um critically will i uh, lose my ability to think for myself will i not be empathetic once i take this thing it's a far it's 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 a it's a it's a it's 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 a curveball but anyone who has taken the experimental drug listening to this and thinking in a in a in a jaded manner thinking ah what the frig is he talking about there you go you just proven my point <laughs> you have no yeah. ability to to understand where i'm coming from yeah you know what i mean and if for some reason you can say oh i see what he's talking about then maybe then the drug doesn't work the way i thought maybe it does leave the empathetic part um untouched or maybe you just haven't gone all the way over and been reanimated as yet as per amazon <laughs> right so we don't know um we, we laugh at these things as my mom used to say um we have to take bad things make joke right True. which was her way of dealing with stress yeah um, so laughter is the best medicine right best medicine my friend best medicine so all right i'm gonna wrap this one up because i've taken enough of your time i wanted to even try a segue 
and say, okay, we're going to take a break, put some sounds in between and then come back from the break. But we just, we have so much to talk about, to share. This is a test. Uh, we are building this for Neo Samurai. Um, and and we want to see how, how long we can keep thinking critically, but still supporting and contributing to society and to our friends and to our environment. Um, but Matt, you have been an awesome, awesome buddy, man. And you have been a, a world of, um, um, what should I call it? Information, right? So um, I know you got to go, so I'm not going to keep you. But is there anything that you want to wrap up this, this thing with? No, I, uh, I think this was a good test. Um, I'm glad we did it. And I think, you know, when I've had more than two hours sleep and I'm, I'm awake, we can uh, get into what the whole Neo Samurai thing is really about. And, you know, in a nutshell, it's just about living your, a disciplined lifestyle with a code of conduct, you know, focusing on developing your mind, body, spirit, and, you know, being the best version of yourself that you can absolutely absolutely well for someone who has been on less than two hours sleep you just did a great job anyhow so clearly um you you know you you're not you're not sleep deficient <laughs> you're not acting as if you're sleep deficient you know um caffeine yeah, is this, your friend what, what's that caffeine is your friend oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah well hey i'm gonna support the neo samurai movement as much as i am able to in a positive way i think it's a good start let's um i i'll see if there's a part inside this that i may be able to cut and put an interlude and then just to make it nice and sound more professional sounding we will get better mics we will get better equipment but we this is just a test to see if we can talk for an hour and we did so um it only it only took us six or eight or 12 months to finally get it done (laughs) ready fire aim didn't work this time it was ready aim fire Uh, well this is actually ready fire aim because we didn't even discuss whether we're gonna do this we just jumped in and And you know what we (laughs) we didn't even have talking points we we literally just jumped on a call on this and started yeah. talking yeah i just texted you and say hey i want to test this thing or you have time for a call and you said yes sir and i'm yep. like let's do it so um i'm gonna go get a coffee myself i think um i have be- i have uh gone come over to the dark side the <laughs> for coffee welcome um, to the dark side yes <laughs> Who said that? Welcome to the dark side. Who said I that? I don't know. Maybe Darth Vader. Darth Vader or something. Yeah. Luke, I'm your father kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go get a coffee and I got to do some studying. Guess what I'm studying? AWS. Amazon Web Services. Hey, hey. Okay. Here's my question though. You you must have a contact for the, the study that you're doing on AWS right now, right? The, 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 the tutor. Yeah. You should yeah. ask them about that clause, 4210. I should, but then I do I make myself a freaking target? Oh, oh, here's one of the guys who's who is no, actually no, just, reading shit. Just play <laughs> dumb. Play like play like you don't understand and just say, you know, I'm I'm really keen on this. I was re- reviewing the service terms, and there's just one clause that confuses me a little bit. I'm hoping you could give me some clarity. 
And then he'll say, okay, which one? Say 4210. <laughs> you know what? Just leave it. See what he says. There may be something there. Let me let me work out a way to to bring because I'm curious. I'm genuinely I'm curious. curious. I'm telling you, I'm so curious. Like I'm dying to find out what is that. <laughs> I'm doing exactly what a lot of us as humans have been doing though. Um, strange shit. There's so much strange shit. I think it's actually a strategy. Just throw a lot of strange shit at them so they don't have time to even think about the last strange shit. So then it becomes like a normal day so we can get away with chewing a lot of strange shit because at the end of the day uh, and i know i keep saying s-h-i-t which is just gonna i think if this thing is no being... you can say it it's fine it's your podcast okay. you can say whatever you want okay okay I, I, um at the end of the day it's like you beat your brain is it what's the term is it yeah the term is right at the tip of my tongue but i can't get it out but you become so used to the thing it becomes it's like it's normal it's not stockholm syndrome here it's just it becomes just keep throwing crap it becomes at them. The, it becomes the new normal the, 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 oh that's another word we got it you remember when they came up with that word the new normal listen yeah. these cats well, that, are that first, the new normal first came out after 9 11. oh really oh i didn't know that's that. when they first started using it 20 years ago yeah and then here's here's a bit of a a mind bender if you want to go down a rabbit hole on conspiracy theories is as soon as the virus hit and you know there was there was a major fear causing pandemic the war on terror all of a sudden disappeared and everyone left afghanistan and now the new normal focuses on a virus and not on terrorism oh yeah oh yeah oh do you remember how 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 um effective terrorists were with bombings and it's almost like now that we are we're most vulnerable is when these terrorists have no effect and when we were most on guard when we were on guard that's when they were trying they that's yeah. when you were getting terrorist attacks and this place that place what? and the other I know that we are most vulnerable where people are walking around with their faces covered and that's the new norm so you can't see people's faces remember they would they would hit out against people with the hijab or whatever because oh that's a good point right and know that it know that know that you are if you are terroristic minded you have a better opportunity of successfully carrying out your threats no, that's the time when all this has subsided and now we are all focused on this virus. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, if you're going to attack your enemy, you're going to attack your enemy when they're at their weakest, when they're distracted. I'm not asking for terrorist attacks. I, that's the last thing I would ever want for my people, for anyone, anywhere. It's a terrible thing for terroristic attacks. I do not want that to ever happen again. However, it is not strange that the enemy, the terrorists, have gone silent when the 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 the, the, the oppressor is most vulnerable. That's the weirdest thing. I mean, the the oppressor in quotes, the, the have left Afghanistan, for example, more equipped. The Taliban more equipped than they were before September 11. The oppressor in quotes is more vulnerable than before September 11th. But now it's when there's no attacks. And you're like, 
who was doing this shit? <laughs> yeah, it's it's were you, were we working together when uh, <laughs> when it was nine when it was nine eleven? Were you working with him back then? No, nine eleven was before I ever came to came to came to the came to the big the big the big white north. I was I was actually <laughs> in Jamaica, north. the Great White North. Yeah, I was um, in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So remember, we worked right by the airport at that building mm-hmm. together. So I was there when nine eleven happened, and I I remember we we had a TV on when the second mm-hmm. plane hit, and then they rerouted a lot of the air traffic from new york all came to toronto to oh. land mm-hmm. so i was driving to lunch and as i went to lunch there was a line of planes coming into land and like i've never seen so many planes in the sky they were li- landing a plane every minute or two on the same runway like in a long just a line of planes oh my i can imagine that because that spot going up is it dixie because it you was, go up yeah, Dixie, it was, it you, was Dixie, and you went right by that fence where it was that see the planes come over, right? Because that fence is where people would park their car. I would I park did, my that's car. What I did, I went there because I saw it, so I went and I parked there and I watched for a while. It was crazy, and you, and the, and you can see the belly of the planes come right over yeah. your head, almost like you can touch it. Yeah, yeah but it yeah. was not. It was a, a line, literally a line, like a train of them oh coming in. You see, now, for us plane watchers or plane spotters who would go there, that is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and you got to see that. Right? Yep. <laughs> it's, yep. it's, it's, it's a pity you didn't have your phone camera on it then. That would be um, viral magic. Right? That was, that was uh, back then, I don't think anybody even used their phone cameras or had them, <laughs> did they? Back then, it was. I think we were still doing pagers. We were just getting out of pagers and going to um, PD, PDA, personal device, PA, PDAs or something like that. Oh, personal yeah. device. <laughs> yeah. Something. Remember? That Remember was that when pagers were cool? Oh, oh, when you had a pager, you were the, you were important with a pager. Yeah. Right? Like the one with the digital one important. and you could, you could get the numbers texted to you on it? Yeah, I think that was definitely then. That was pagers coming out, and they were coming in with handspring and palm pilots. Remember palm pilots? They were the first yep. of this little. And then, then you had a rim, a research in motion, come out with BlackBerry, and BlackBerry was a thing for a thing. And then it started. I, I, the original mm-hmm. BlackBerry phone with the the di- the wheel on the side that you could turn. Do you remember mm-hmm. that the first one? That was the mm-hmm. most indestructible phone I've ever had in my life. Oh yeah, oh crap! Those blackberries were something. Now looking back though, those were torture to look at the screens, man. These keyboards were ginormous, and then the screen was this little thing, you know. Uh, and yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. But no, you 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 definitely that was our play a plane spotter's dream right there. Just seeing those planes landing one after the other from that spot because i remember that spot it's a nice yeah. spot and we, really had, nice. we actually had three of the guys that worked with us were in downtown new york for a meeting that day when it happened oh really really yeah some of them some yeah some of our guys were there okay some of our guys three guys were there and uh there was like eight or ten hours where we're like we couldn't get a hold of them we didn't know what was happening um it was pretty crazy they had they had to rent a car and drive back you know you know you um i probably should say this for another one we should definitely talk about those days because 
that job was something else. The day I got that job was something else. And working for that company was something else. But I can tell you, I mean, before, remember, I just came to Canada. That was my first job back in the field. So, yeah, that's what I... You must have been like, these Canadians are crazy. Listen, I'm going to pretend that we take, uh, we took a break here. (laughs) Yeah. And so we can come back to that just quickly. But okay, so we're going to take a break here. We're pretending to take a break. Right here at the 106 mark, I'm going to, so I'll make a note of that. We're taking a break. And we're back <laughs> now we're coming back so we're talking about the motor tech days listen all right so I, I came to canada on a professional visa in um in 2002 those were the dot-com days i my company back in in jamaica sent me on training at uh microsoft nt school and 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 and, and lotus lotus notes uh school in 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 alfreda georgia microsoft school in Columbus, Ohio. So I was trained up. I was a second Microsoft engineer in the island and probably the first Lotus Notes administrator certified and the first uh, novel network in Jamaica back in the day. So I put my resume on a thing called monster.com and a company by the name of ThinkPath gave me a job offer to come to Canada. So that's what started my old Canadian journey. And because I was so high up the chain as a young kid, in at my organization in Jamaica, I was my next position would have most likely been political because at in my organization at the top your role your your position is more of a political role. It goes with the party in right. power. Right? It, it's no longer organizational, it's more political. Our corporate is more political. So anyway, I come and I'm starting over. And it's like no Canadian experience. We can't hire you. Don't have any Canadian experience. Cause ThinkPad crash. It was just when the dot com bubble burst. By the yeah. time in my file in the bubble had burst, so ThinkPad crashed. So I had to start over. But I had already sold my house and done everything, and I'm here starting over. And when I saw the Mossetech position, it's a long story how I got through to the interview. But the day of the interview, they had the dc sniper happening down in washington dc and i remember getting being prepared for the interview now the interview it's it was like the first interview did on the phone it was a phone interview and the guy called me up the head hunter calls me up after and said i don't know what happened but you blew their socks off they want a second interview are you a morning or evening person i said i'm a morning person he goes okay i'm gonna get an interview for you for in the morning now I had I was also doing a bouncer gig at um, Bamboo by the Lake in Toronto because I didn't come here to spend all my money off, so I needed to make some money. So despite all the the, the, the turn downs, I was gonna work. So I decided I'll become a security guard. Whatever they'll do, I, I tried to be a dishwasher. They would say, "Oh, you're not gonna stay with us with all these qualifications. You, you're overqualified to be a dishwasher." So I'm not. I have no Canadian experience, and I'm too qualified to be a dishwasher. So that was my predicament. So someone gave me a job as a bouncer. And I was a bouncer down by um, 
earning 10 bucks an hour down in Toronto. And then someone gave me a job as uh, like a recruiting company down in Mississauga, gave me a, a stint to clean up a warehouse. It just happened that this warehouse was on um, was Matheson Drive, where Microsoft Canada was at the time. And I was, it was right across from Microsoft Canada. So I would clean the warehouse in the day with my steel tip boots and then change off into a nice clothes during lunch and go over and give out my cards at Microsoft, what they call tech, uh, TechNet sessions and trying to get a job back in my field. So I finally see the, the one day I'm looking for a job and I see the job for Muscle Tech, did the interview, the guy is going to do a second. So I'm getting prepared for the second one. Now the second interview just happens to be on the same day I'm supposed to start a job downtown as a, at a call center in, in Square One at yep. CIBC as an inbound call center person for some CIBC loans thing, student loan thing. So the, 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 the work is shift work and I start at 3 p.m. So I'm thinking, okay, the muscle tech interview is at 12. I'll be done by one and <coughs> one and two, I can get to, to the place, to my job. But I won't tell them that I got a job lined up because I really want the muscle tech job, which was a, they wanted a Lotus Notes administrator. So I go to the muscle tech job and Sean goes, well, we, we got to meet, we got to go for lunch. <laughs> and he takes everyone because he wants to do a synergy meeting. And he takes, jeez, uh, Jeremy, Ron, uh, Alex Short, Scott Williams, all those cats uh, come and they pile in a van and they pile in cars and we go to Mandarin. And Scott is piling me with technical questions. What's RAID 5? What's RAID 1? What's RAID 2? What's this? What's that? And I'm like, dude, I studied last night. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, he who, he who fails to prepare, prepares to fail. I was prepared to pass. So I was knocking these technical questions out the park. But and I wasn't eating too much of the, the Mandarin food either. I love Chinese, but it's almost like the guy's testing me. I'm like, nah. I'm just going to take a small scoop. You don't take me to a buffet for interview. You're not going to, I'm not going to fail being greedy. Right. So, um, yeah. you know, so we, we did our thing. We went to the office back. Everyone went into the office. I sat outside and they were all inside and then they all pile out little, little. Now the head on had said to me, this guy, Sean is hard to deal with. He's a very smart guy. And he, but he's cheap whatever he offers you don't accept it tell him you got to go home and talk to your wife about it right give me a call take that opportunity to give me a call and i'll get more money for you so okay no problem that's the plan whatever offer if he gives me an offer don't accept it tell him that i gotta think about it and give him a call and he'll get more money for me all right so now Prior to that, I'd been sweeping this warehouse, as I was telling you. And why we were sweeping the warehouse was because the company was being taken over. That company that I was doing the part-time for um, uh, on Matheson was being taken over by another company. So what they call the suits, the guys from corporate were coming to do an interview, to do a, an inspection of the warehouse. So other things transpired there that I will talk about the next time. 
but I was sweeping the warehouse. The guys who drive the forklifts were my boss. They would tell me where to sweep, and I would pull my little pump truck with a beat-up jump pan on the back and a big broom and sweep the warehouse and sweep it clean because I said, I'm going to make this warehouse as clean as they've ever seen it before, right? So, so I was cleaning up for the suits. All right, so here I am at Muscle Tech doing the interview. The guys go in the room, they come out, and they all say, good luck, good luck, good luck, good, great meeting you. I go inside the room, inside the office with Sean Klein, and first, okay, I get ahead of myself. That morning, the sniper came on CNN. It came on CNN that the sniper had a southern accent. And I remember talking to my friend who was in DC and said, hey, dude, the sniper got a southern accent. I hope it's not Jamaican. And then the ticker tape goes, sniper has Jamaican accent. And I'm like, shit, Jamaican accent. And I got a freaking interview today. Fudge. So anyway, <laughs> today is not a good day to be a Jamaican. So anyway, um, I, I go into the office and Sean is on the phone and he goes, I got chance over here and he's from Trinidad. No, as a Jamaican, you don't want no one to miss and tell you that you're trinidadian you you're pro jamaican so i'm about to correct him to say i'm from jamaica not trinidad but then i remember the sniper situation and i go okay so i get up and then i sit back and i go yeah trinidad man we play the steel pad ding 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 because you know? <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i want this job he talks yeah. he talks on the phone and he looks to me and he starts asking me some questions and then he flips this piece of paper over the offer over and he goes um this is what i'm willing to offer um and you can sign and start on wednesday or whatever no by this time my three o'clock job at cibc it was now, now like 315 there's no way i'm going to make it to that job so this guy better give i gotta get this job so i look at the paper the offer was way more than i expected and I just forgot about the recruiter telling me to talk to him before I accept. I just say, hey, like, what pen? Can I buy that pen? And I spend like, <laughs> right? Now, the end of the story, end that story, the, when he said start on Wednesday, I said, like, he said, when can you start? I said, Monday. He said, no, I needed Wednesday. I needed to go down to New York on Wednesday. I needed to go down to the warehouse on Chittawaga on Wednesday. Uh, we are growing so fast. We got product in the in the aisle in the warehouse we are getting some more warehouse and i need you to bring them all online under one network and so you got to go down on wednesday and meet with the power company and some people down there to get this all done you're you're the project manager for this i want you to get it done and i said okay fine and he goes so you can go on wednesday i said yes and he goes okay and another thing you got to wear a suit <laughs> and you know, I am the suit <laughs> going down to the warehouse. You see how things work? Yeah. So, yeah, so the Wednesday we went down to the warehouse, Scott and I, to Chittawaga, New York, and I wore a suit. I was the suit. So that's right. my story. You know that's what? I never, I never made it to the warehouse. You never went down to Chittawaga? Nope. Never. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, I, I was selling a lot of the product that was in the warehouse. But I yeah. never saw it. Oh my god. So did you ever meet that guy that ran the warehouse? He was a young guy. Can't remember. I think he was mixed. Um, no, but was it, wasn't he a little bit uh crazy? Yeah, tall, crazy guy that drove a big old truck. Yep. Yeah, I I, I never met him, but I, I remember hearing people um tell stories about him and it, it yeah. sounded like he was uh an interesting character. 
he was an interest he was he was thorough i think he was mixed like mixed um, first nation and 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 european and he drove a big old big ass truck that's for sure i remember him. but he was cool with me i mean we got along but he was very um he was like a version of terry begley he's the only kind of, he's the kind of guy that can deal with terry you know terry is very yeah. his personality takes up a room yeah. yeah well i i actually reported to him after my first six months there that was my boss oh terry yeah oh crap okay oh, <laughs> yeah and he, he that, put my he put me in the office yeah. like two offices down from him so he could keep his eye on me how was that working for terry because he just seemed so freaking intimidating but i think <laughs> he, he was that. he was but you know what though Mm -hmm. he, he came from the oil industry mm -hmm. and that working under him was the most i learned ever for business really really yeah. i can see like, that though like yeah. like every even to this day like to this day 21 years later 20 years mm -hmm. later i'm still thankful that i was able to work under him because i learned so much absolutely absolutely and that's the thing about muscle tech i don't know if you found that um for me i work for sean and sean was a crazy um uh what you call mensa kind of guy iiq yeah the office was filled with whiteboards everything he knew everything about everything and um everything was all plotted out and high you know he was very 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 what you very mental a very mental guy and just but just working with him kind of prepared me to work with any anyone in my opinion i mean that's the thing right and like for me working under terry mm -hmm. you can send me into any meeting with anybody and any board exactly and they're not like, going to be as hard on me as he was i can see that I can see that. That's awesome, though. That's yeah. awesome. I can hear some some plinging, and it's about thirty minutes past the time I said I was gonna sh shut up. Um, but it was good reminiscing about those good old days. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be to be continued. There's some good stuff. Well, hey, brother. Thank you for your time. You definitely just have a productive one today. Go get some coffee. I'm gonna do the same. I'm probably gonna work out this morning. I haven't worked out in a couple of days, so nice. I'm going to work out and do some AWS practice and catch up on my messages here because I'm pretty sure my message box is full. And uh, yeah, I'm working on a project that I'll, I'll bring you in on another project. I'll tell you more about it later on in the week once I see where it's going. But it's for an organization that's doing some awesome stuff cool. and I want to help them. Yeah, it's a, it's a female organization. So I'll let you know more about that as we proceed. There may be a play for tokenized real estate with it. There oh. may be an opportunity to help them with tokenized real estate. Uh, That'd be nice. We still have to take a run at that. So yeah, yeah. There may be an opportunity here for tokenized real estate with them. Um, because there's something I'm trying to help them with. And as I'm speaking to you, it comes to mind that uh, a solution for raising funds to huh. create that create a sorry what do they want to raise funds for well we haven't we the, the, the big picture the the, the long-term thought is a property for like a base like a headquarters like okay. a rich 
like a retreat property, but it has an headquarters, it has yeah. training facility, it has entertainment or arts facility, it has a creative room or creative space for, for, for right? So a facility for that. Now, while we can probably get towards the land, which we probably need to establish a land first, yeah. the or probably both, um, the, the, the facility itself, we need to probably create 3D drawings and put our thoughts on paper and then see if we can tokenize that. Right. Where do they want to put it? In, you mean a, a physical location? Yeah, like is it in Canada? Yeah, yeah, in Canada, in Canada, in Canada, in the Niagara region, somewhere along between Hamilton, along the stretch to the, the, Niagara, the Niagara Falls border, the New York border. That's interesting. It's funny because I was actually talking to um, my other buddy, one of the other guys who's in that Telegram, the Neo Samurai channel, Lance, he's in mm -hmm. Thailand. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll, you'll get to talk to him. He's a super interesting guy. He's a, he's a hardware guy, a server data center guy, but he's mm -hmm. also um, a hardcore Buddhist and vegetarian. He's, he's a really interesting guy. But he, would, he wants to, he has some ideas surrounding that too. Well, I would love to meet him. You say he's in Thailand, right? Yeah, he's in. Tha he's from Singapore, but he's in Thailand. He's moved to Thailand. Has he shared what his experiences with this whole lockdown and with yeah, you? Yeah, he, he. So he. Um, that's the main reason he left Singapore because he, he mm -hmm. just he he felt it was too strict. Um, he's he's in Thailand now, and he he's really happy there. Oh, so it's a total different. Yeah, Thailand. He said, he, he said it's it's like total different experience there right now hmm hmm all right that's curious i'll do some research on that i know taiwan wasn't buying into the whole lockdown takeaway rights mentality from what i understand but i didn't know thailand was also along those lines so I'll i don't know i don't know if it's just where he's he's living like because it's a, a kind of like it's not a major like urban city area he's kind of out in the country so maybe because mm -hmm. where he is he's not affected but right, I know right. he's, he's really happy. So, uh, well, guess what? Definitely, I look forward to, to meeting with him, and we can, you know, we, we once we start pushing this tokenized real estate forward, definitely we'll have some conversations around where he is and what his um outlook is, what his experience is, because at the end of the day, we have to start thinking more global from this we have to realize that there's a well guess what we all felt this pain globally so we got to do the gain globally so the experience in my opinion we need to start embracing more global experiences you know i agree instead of st staying in our little in our little sectors well we're we're one universal brotherhood on the planet so everybody should start thinking globally well, if anything, and, and I can't say there's anything good so far, but if anything good come from this, it should show people that being, being marginalized, everyone should now understand, or more folks can now understand what being marginalized is, and it's not a nice feeling, right? And, yep. it, you know, and at the end of the day, empathy and love is probably the most powerful thing we can have you know you can talk about understanding 
yeah so at the end of the day we just need to do that and realize that hey when the when the martians come and start zapping our ass they will be picking out who is vaccinated from who is not vaccinated or who is this from who is that when the martians come and start zapping it they're, they're just gonna start zapping so hey as bob marley would say you know um three little birds superhero three little birds that's me right <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but I, I don't think that. it's going to be the Martians. It's going to be the Anunnaki that are going to come. So the who? The who now? The, the Anunnaki. Anunnaki. Yeah. What? What the heck is the Anunnaki? That's for another one. <laughs> all, right, all right. Now you got me googling this thing, Anunnaki. Yeah. Oh, right. you Google that one, and I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks after you go down that rabbit hole. Oh shit! Oh shit! Dear, you, you set me up. Hey, brother, you have a good one. You have a blessed one. Um, it's great talking to you. And I'll sign off giving the last word to you, my friend. All right. Take care, brother. I appreciate you. And let's uh, let's keep pushing on this. Done. Done deal. Oh, All shit. Right. I said I was giving you the last word. Shut up. Ah! Hey, bye. <laughs>